Internet friends, and welcome to episode number 163 of Final Boss TV, your WoW and game rating show. I'm your host, my name is Adam K, aka Bay, and today is the Warlock Catch-Up Show. Next Sunday should be Hunters, and the Sunday after that should be Mages, and then maybe a Tank Show, and maybe a Healer Show, but we have a Blizzard Live Q&A in two days' time. And I bet you the last thing Ian will say is that, oh, beta's uh, tomorrow. So we'll have to see. I want to do the, the catch-ups on the pure DPS specs, but obviously Battle for Azeroth testing and feedback and streaming and shows about that are going to take a lot of priority. But we're not talking about that at all today. Maybe a little bit, but all of it doesn't matter. It's all just nothing. Like, apparently all that changed for Warlocks is the talent got moved in a row. Like, pfft, good stuff. But... As Battle for Azeroth does roll out soon enough, we will talk more about it on the shows going forward, of course. But I would not be sitting here today making these shows if it wasn't for all the support this show has been getting on Patreon. And if you want to help the show out and keep going, especially through Battle for Azeroth, then you can go check those out. There are more podcasts on the Patreon page. So if you want 53 minutes of Warlock behind the scenes, then you can go check that out on the page as well. You can follow along with the show notes. I just did an hour and a half long sort of behind the scenes, our first monthly hangout with patrons as well. You can go check those all out there. There's the Rogue one last week. This was the one we talked about, the AMR debacle. So you can go just, uh, <laughs> yeah, just, just, it's okay. It's, uh, it was all right. That was something. We're not talking about that today, though. It's not a gap there. But Teramaya. Chaos, Jason, Tazlin, Screws Loose, Mia, R4, Truffles, and Druish. Thank you for being assistant producers. And there's a couple of you out there that are, but aren't right now, but are just do your dear thing. Take care of yourself. But today, it is time to talk about Warlocks. And as with the Rogue show we had last week, there is fresh meat on this show. So, uh, Luzi, say hi to the internet. You're, you're, there you are. Hello. Hello everyone, I'm uh, Lucy. I'm playing a warlock in Scrapbusters on Twisting Nether EU. And you so hit- I'm the only, yeah. the only EU person here. Well, okay, I mean, come on. that That's fine. You had to be on the show apparently to balance it out, I was told, right? Yeah, you know, adding some diversity to the the EU over NA battle. Mm. But you're in Scrapbusters though, so- Yes. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Returning and hopefully not taking over the entire show. There's Gato. Welcome back, sir. Hello. How's it going? You you are giving me the quota of one guest per show has a three megapixel camera. I appreciate that. No problem. <laughs> glad, glad I can be of service. Oh, gosh. Yeah. And you are wearing a different shirt, despite what we were talking about in the pre-show. So then last time. And then the granddaddy of them all. There's not... Hello, sir. Welcome back. Hello, hello. I don't know why I became the granddaddy, considering Gato's here, but... Uh, oh, are you... Is... Oh, the fanfiction is, is wrong, then. What? I don't know why everyone thinks I'm the granddaddy. Oh. So, do you have to dispute this right now? Are, is is Gato the granddaddy? Is that what, what I'm hearing here? What's happening? 
I mean, Gato's been around longer than me, technically, so he should mm. be. Have I? I feel like we both got on the IRC pretty early. Let's, let's get, we get some, some fact-checking going on here, because something is, something is amiss. Let's figure that out. I'm sure between Twitch chat right now and the Warlock Discord right now, which if you're tuning in from the Warlock Discord, then um, <clears throat> I'm sorry your emotes don't work here. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we'll see. But I guess introductions and stuff around. I mean, Luzi kind of already did that, though. I was going to throw the camera back to him and have him introduce himself and say, like, who the heck is he? Because he's the new guy. So do you have anything else that you want to like, what, what do you do in the Warlock community, sir? What well, do you dabble in? Yeah. So basically the only thing I really do is that I write the, uh, the overall guides for destruction, both on Wowhead, but also on our website, Log One Stop Shot, which uh, we run out of the uh, Warlock Discord. So I'm kind of writing the destruction part of it where uh, some of the other people who are also involved in the site, they like do all the sims and everything. And then I, you know, write, uh, raid guides with suggested talents, uh, stats, all that, so you kind of get an understanding of it and don't just link a bunch of sims. Okay. Uh, so that's basically what I do, outside of, of raiding, of course. Right. You you pull and sort of get all information in one place to make sure that they are... Is it just Wowhead? Like, who who maintains uh, Icy Vein guides? Or does someone else, does Gato do all of those? <laughs> I don't I don't know who does that. That's the, still Ferdy. Oh, still okay. But I, I do the log one stuff shop and the uh, wildhead guide for destruction warlocks. Okay, sounds good. And uh, I'll go to Gato last apparently because he does everything. So not what for to anyone else that doesn't know who you are. I want to refresh the internet's memory of of what you do in in this whole warlock community. Um, I pretend to know how to play warlocks some of the time. Wow. Um, I. <clears throat> As I lose my voice, I um, raid ultra super casually with SNF again on Illidan, so that's a thing. And I am kind of the main guy slash person, brain hive, hive brain. Words are hard. Uh, behind Lock One Stop uh, Shop, and uh, yeah, I don't know. I definitely just said the name wrong of the website because uh, that's what everyone means about in the uh, SNF. <laughs> yep. Oh, okay. Uh, you got you gotta don't let them be dreams though. You have to put them out there yeah. and let them let them grow and flourish in this day and age, right? So only sometimes, only sometimes. And then and Gato, do you wanna list your you could list your accolades now if you wanna go by your bullet point list here? Like just go for it. You know, you have the next uh, ninety minutes. You can, can, can go for it. Uh well mostly mostly I write things about affliction because that's my current main spec and it's a little hard for me to care about specs i don't play mm. but um i run a significant portion of the sims along with um motoko and silver for the warlock community between the three of us we pretty much do all of the simulation craft work and i also work on the back end for simulation craft along with pip hmm are you guys looking forward to all the new nonsense you have to figure out really early on in, in battle, like Titan-forged weapons, which don't affect casters as much, but I mean, I'm sure all the melee theory crafters out there are like, yay. Uh, we haven't quite started on any of that stuff yet. Okay. But it'll probably... Honestly, I will probably be up at like 4 a.m. 
whenever the day that they release Alpha is. Just coding random stuff. Yeah. So you, you all plugged the lock stop one shop, right? Or the, the whatever you call it. And this is not every class community has something like this out there as a resource, but the lock one stop shop or loss is where everything is like vir virtually every single thing, right? Is there anything that's not here or because I, I, I was actually flabbergasted when I was prepping this stuff is because you actually can't see it because my screen capture, but uh, there's a glyph section just to let you guys know you can, you know, everything is here, even though <laughs> it's just kind of there, but every single thing for all the specs are all posted in one place. Uh, no, there's, we, uh, post some stuff in the Warlock Discord and the pins that, you know, maybe doesn't make it onto the website, but pretty much everything is either in the Warlock Discord or on Lock One Stop Shop. Right. I mean, I'm looking at your relics right now. You even have them all watermarked because you gotta, gotta make sure they come from the right place and <laughs> we'll steal your data. I like that. Well, uh, we had a, we had a slight oh. issue at one point uh, with some beautiful grayscaling. That uh, definitely wasn't stolen, but kind of was, but also not. Hmm. So we we don't have to get into that. Okay, I mean, that's fair enough. I mean, I didn't, I didn't want to suggest to bring up any bad blood, but that is something that happens, I guess, in the community when people make. Oh yeah. All this stuff. I don't. I don't have never played Warlock since maybe Cataclysm. So all this to me is just hieroglyphics almost. But if you need the place to go for all of this, then this is where you need to go. Because we're going to go through a little bit of talents later on in the show just to sort of put a, uh, a back and forth on the three specs. But for all the other nitty-gritty things, just you need to head over here because we're not going to cover all of this. This is, this is no, no time for that. And there's no point when it's all written out so well over the course of the whole website. So, But what... um. You talk about SimCraft and with the state of how Discord is nowadays, when, I guess when things change and when Sim builds update and whatever, where do you have a place in the Discord that that all goes to update? Or you just update like a pin in each of the Discord chats or like who is responsible for getting that information out to people when you figure it out, right? I guess Gato does Affliction and doesn't care about the other two specs, but... <laughs> Mostly, mostly we pin any new relevant changes in the spec channel for the for the given spec. We we don't have like a dedicated theory crafting channel like some of the other discords do. We just kind of try and segregate the uh, individual specs to their own channels, and anything related to that spec goes in there. Okay, that was one of the resources that. Uh, in these catch-up shows that I want to make sure we plug, at least on the pure DPS ones, we went over this in the Rogue show last week, is a new one called Hero Damage, which, going over the on the beginning of the show, Gata was like, I love this, and then Not was like, what's that? So, <laughs> What do you mean? I totally love alts and pay attention to alts all the time. Well, come on! But Hero Damage is a... basically a huge repository for talent combinations with tier sets and legendaries and then it all sort of parses them all together whenever they're run 
And I was actually thinking it was really interesting how close all the different layouts for Warlock are. I mean, the spec is the exact same for every single one of these outside of, like, these two. But they're all within, like, a percent of each other, all these different top ones between legendaries and whatnot. So if you, if you are coming back to the game or you're looking at other alts, they're all parsed here. So you can go check out this. And, of course, this will be more updated and going forward in... Battle for Azeroth as stuff gets updated and changed with Azerite gear and the necklace and the legendaries that may or may not affect gameplay at all. So go check that out if you need it. But do you have... Is anyone directly working with Hero Damage yet? Because I know they, we talked in the, the Rogue Show last week that this, the, the people that run the SimC modules slowly getting in touch with everybody to make sure that they're accurate... Because then there's also this, and there's also raid bots, but that just pulls right from your, right from SimCraft itself. You don't have to actually work with them directly with Serial. But have you done anything Gato yet with with hero damage, or maybe in the future? Uh, not yet, but I'm sure that they'll get around to me eventually. No, oh, okay. probably going to be last. No, <laughs> what? Yeah. Even that Gato will be the point of contact for it. Wow. So. The first big topic, so we can actually start ranting about all this nonsense, is that rogues, we talked about this last week on Sunday show, rogues have a ton of bugs that just could have get integrated into how the class plays. But with warlocks, you wanted to bring up what happened in Legion to them, which is a bit of a, like, in the weeds can of worms. So... I don't know who wants to open this up with what happened to Warlocks. And if you want to bring up Demonology first. So, I, I don't... Every expansion, it seems that Warlock is either way too good at everything, or it just gets drilled into the ground with nerfs. But we put Affliction up here first. So, Gato, do you want to... You, you talked about this on the, the BTS podcast, about it being just too strong at everything. So why what what's what's up with warlocks in Legion? Well, um, it kind of started the same way that warlords did for us, where we got at least some form of a rework for every spec, and Blizzard overreacted during beta to the mechan like how mechanically good each spec was at something, and just left them in a state where they were just really really bad. At launch, and I'm sure anyone here who played Warlock at the start of Legion can attest, it was not a fun time to be a Warlock trying to pug mythic groups with, you know, destruction not even really being a viable spec, but um, it, it also kind of came down to our artifact when it comes to Affliction. A lot of people didn't see the power that Affliction Artifact was going to have later in the expansion. Because during Emerald Nightmare and, and TOB and stuff, you didn't have a completed artifact. Like Everyone was working with like one gold at most, right? And Affliction's power is all from its artifact, and it just scales so extremely well compared to other specs. There was a weird interim during the, the testing phase, I remember that there are so many like this 
all these multiplicative additive benefits across the board, but then they all get amplified by the whole soul mechanic that you guys had, yeah. which, so that, you didn't talk about Nighthold yet, so we got to poke not, Nighthold. Not yet, but... And so what happened in Nighthold, what was the switch that Blizzard so, was like, hmm, let's just click that on, and then... So it, it was a combination of two different things that happened in Nighthold that really made it extremely overpowered at the start of the expansion affliction was it was really not a fun spec to play it it just had a lot of really bad mechanics and a lot of that came down to the talents that we had available that were just really really unenjoyable to play with and and nighthold affliction got probably the biggest set of changes that any spec got in the entire expansion it, they redid most of our talent tree and a lot of the stuff that they added just was way way too powerful but more importantly about halfway into Nighthold, they decided to just make our artifact work which was hilarious prior to Nighthold, we um most of the traits on the affliction artifact the golds that proc when things die didn't work on like mostly any ad in Emerald Nightmare or TOV. So you have things like Soul Flame, which is anytime that anything you have damaged dies, it just does AoE. Mm -hmm. You just get a big circle underneath of it that does a ton of damage, and that just didn't proc on like any ads in any of the raids. And halfway into Nighthold, someone at Blizzard decided, we're just going to flick all of the things that proc on death for affliction on in raids yeah and not even consider rebalancing the spec so suddenly affliction warlocks were running around with like a permanent 20 percent damage buff soul flame doing 40 percent of their damage on fights that was just oh seems fine but obviously working as intended right well yeah it is working as intended. Mm -hmm. They just didn't uh, think about how good it was going to be. Right. Yeah, I, I, I don't remember exactly when that switch happened because I've sort of just been floating along in the enhancement train and only small changes like switching a talent around depending on the tier ever really affected me. But I know that was a huge swing when that turned on. So they also merge drain life and drain soul at a point because he started off with just drain life and then it was a talent which then in the talent changes that you mentioned you have to like take it as an upgrade but i mean just like smoosh them together yeah i think that that speaks to a broader topic which is just the fact that affliction was unimaginably more tanky than any other spec in the game mm -hmm. by miles this entire expansion, giving Drain Soul baseline as a rotational filler meant that we were just constantly healing ourselves for way more than a DPS spec should realistically be allowed to do. Uh, it's, it got to points where I was like looking on fights in TOS and I would just look at my HPS and I would be almost at the level of a tank and then you would look at overhealing, and like 80% of the healing I was doing was overhealing. Well, we, so I was... Uh, no, we, we had, on the on the Method show, 
recently for the world first, they there was the screenshots of what their warlocks were doing, and there were some moments with like cooldowns and and any debuffs up or whatever that there was like an incoming amount that they would heal for almost half their health every half second or something like six million HPS yeah. or something. <laughs> what drain soul? Drain soul if it crits heals for about two to two and a half million right now. Sure. Per tick, and mm. it ticks more than once a second. So. Yep. It seems balanced. It heals. It heals a little bit. But, yeah. Um. <laughs> I guess the sore spots that Affliction had were up to this point. There was also a big soul shard change across the board as well. Not what what happened. In the warlock community, when when you could start fights with soul shards, which before you just had none going into a combat. When you started combat, now you start with three. Is that right? Yeah, you start with three now, and it uh, gave you like three hundred DPS. It was a pretty significant change. Oh, uh, <laughs> like literally three hundred DPS. It was it was a, a fantastic, absolutely beautiful change. Uh, the only thing that really happened was Affliction actually had Burst on pull now. And then yeah. all the specs just kind of were like, okay, whatever. Doesn't matter. It was, to be fair, it was like 300 at the time. But since then, the value of a shard has probably like quintupled. So <laughs> it's probably a bit more than that now. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. I mean, Terran's in chat and he brings up Tito. Like the stupid pet that you guys could get soul shards off of before you I remember. <laughs> yep. Oh yeah, that was really fun. Mm-hmm. Combat rogues used to use it to uh roll uh what's that thing called? Roll the bones before pull. Before pull. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure. But affliction now though, I, I need you to bring this up design wise before we talk about the other two specs in demo and destruction. It always seems like one speck of Warlock, which it looks like it's Affliction this time, because it was definitely Demonology and Warlords, because that's when Ian, his famous line of, we're nerfing it because we don't want players playing it. And it was still so good! <laughs> but Affliction now is at the point where I, I'll, I'll just tab over here real quick, and I'm look, I have 99th percentile Mythic all bosses, now granted this is in Taurus, and there are some fights where this, but I'm just saying, I mean, obviously, uh, yeah, obviously. Affliction is fine. It's, it's hard to argue that Affliction isn't uh, too powerful at this point. Right. You look at a fight like Mythic Coven, and the next highest spec is like 12% behind Affliction. Sure. And that was that was probably Balance Druid, and they got nerfed, but not Affliction Warlocks. Yeah, Balance <laughs> and... Okay, hey, we got nerfed. <laughs> sure, okay. We got a... We got a small nerf to two of our dots. Mm-hmm. But Knot's just, like, holding in. You can't even... I know. just can't. <laughs> oh, man. Those poor balance druids. They, they, got, they got raked over the coals. They had baseline nerfs. They had legendary nerfs. And they weren't even, like, the culprit. And Affliction Roller just kind of walks by with their little, like, 4% reduction. Like, shh, don't say anything. Shh, don't stop. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what happened there. 
Because it's still so... I mean, yeah, chat brings up nerfed. Exactly. You go to heroic, I'll do heroic 50 percentile, right? Like, where they balanced the game around. And you have assassination. We should talk about rogues last week. Assassination is sort of in the similar spa uh, space that affliction is. Being, like, the best spec to play for rogue. And there's affliction, Warlock. Yeah. I don't know how I enhancements is high, because this doesn't make any... Cause we're like middle of the pack for sure, but this is 50 percentile heroic, but still. Yeah. Poor balance druids way down here. A but lot a lot of it honestly comes down to one talent that kind of ruins the entire specs. Like like they can't they can't possibly balance affliction because of one talent and that's absolute corruption, which makes your corruption just last forever and do a lot of damage, and you see on fights like Coven... Right. Affliction wouldn't be half as OP as it is if Absolute Corruption didn't exist, because you would just GCD cap yourself, multi-dotting. Yeah. Whereas with Absolute Corruption, you just throw them all out, and they're up forever, and then you AFK hitting Unstable Affliction on the boss. Isn't it... I'm looking... I brought the talent tree real quick here before we go too much deeper. Isn't it a combination of Absolute Corruption and... Uh, I guess Rive and Agony with the Helm. That's why the Helm is so prominent. It's just... I mean, you're doing your job, yeah. though, right? You're you're putting dots on stuff. But it, it's just... This... Yeah. Yeah, sure. Like on, I, I on honestly, multiple, like... You go. Go ahead. Okay, on multiple tiles, like stuff like Coven, for example. Like, you just go... Like you said, Rive and Agony with the Agony Helm. And you mm -hmm. go Corruption Ring with Absolute Corruption. Right. And you just... You take the two talents that, like, uh, increase the damage of the two abilities. And you also take Legendaries that further increase the damage of the abilities. You then have a set bonus that also increases the damage of those abilities. And it's like two dots you just need to swap around on multiple targets. They just stand in the middle, and you just maintain those dots and force it on them. And you literally go, like, 2-3 million DPS in, like, with minimum effort. Right. Yeah. It's the one thing I, I think Shadow Priest always fought with Blizzard about is, is the cross-dotting nature. And it was a thing for them before where it was just really easy for them to turret and just... You know, just VT, Shattered Pain, VT, Shattered Pain, VT, Shattered Pain on everything. And Affliction does that now with, with Agony Corruption. Just way better. So, every expansion, yeah. I think, Warlocks get just under fire for one spec just pulling way ahead. Um, I think, personally, a lot of it comes down to them removing Malefic Grasp, which used to be a passive ability that we just had baseline and it just it made it really easy to balance a single target because it made it so that your filler just dealt a percentage of your dots damage every time it ticked mm -hmm. and they removed that and what you saw is that now we spend like two-thirds of a fight hitting drain soul and it only does like 15 percent of our damage the vast majority of our damage is just from from siphon life agony and corruption so it's just they can't even if they tried to balance the current state of affliction they just couldn't because our filler is so weak right now the flip side of that which not gets to talk about this apparently because that's what we <laughs> decided at the beginning of the show 
is the completely reworked for the upteenth time demonology. So how has the complete... It's the third rework? I guess second full rework of demonology worked out in Legion so far. Not You take the reins on this one. Just I'm just going to sit back. Um, yeah, demon went from being uh, a one-spec fight or a one-spec spec to another one-spec spec. spec. Uh, with the introduction of the like enhanced artifact, and uh, yeah, it was pretty much went from being a spec that was enjoyable to play to one that gives you carpal tunnel and makes you feel like you're playing a fury warrior. Now expound upon that because you brought that up the other day. But what does that feel like? Like, what's the just walk me through the the methodology of playing demonology right now? Uh, the methodology is you press one button, and then you press another button, and then you spend all your shards, and then you continue pressing those two primary buttons until your face bleeds. <laughs> that, that's realistically the best way to do it. And, like, it was dubbed the meme, meme build, the meme spec, uh, when, like, it first kind of came about for a reason, because you're literally just memeing yourself playing the spec with two buttons. And uh, super engaging. Hmm. It has the potential to be this master summoner, not necromancer-esque, but at least that's what they kind of want. It's just definitely not there now. No, so, not even not even a little bit. So what is it what does it need? This is this is your 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 billboard moment, right? What is, what does demonology need? Cause I'm not gonna my my way I've summed up demonology before is that it's it's a worse affliction. Because your dots that you cast are just animated instead of being a debuff square, right? But it's the same yep. thing. So what does demonology need? The ability to actually multi-dot properly. And Doom either being back to 60 seconds or, like, being completely re reworked or removed completely. Because um, right now, like you said, it's basically affliction with uh, fancy dots. And which is a completely fair statement. Uh, but those fancy dots are also limited to one single target. Uh, like both Wild Imps and our Dreadstalkers are locked into the target that you cast them on. So it makes AoE or even two target extremely difficult uh, to the point where it's not even worth playing anymore. Right. It's very turrety. It's very, you can focus one thing and rail all of your demons into it. But then outside of that, because Demon Wrath is still garbage. Uh, yeah, in terms of damage, it's absolutely garbage because the, the damage of itself, it's very bad uh, mm -hmm. in, in the overall scheme of things. Um, but the, the, the benefit that you gain from actually casting it, sure, you get a shitload of shards. Um, but those shards in turn just go into one target. You don't really have the ability to put them into multiple targets without specking Dark Claire. And even that is like questionable at best because then you're suffering in terms of single target if it's an actual single target fight. So you're very, very limited. Okay. What other suggestions are out there to throw on the dartboard for what demonology should? Because again, we're not going to talk about Battle for Azeroth here, but in the first huge alpha poll, there's nothing so far. So, and yeah, I know you guys are hoping for this, but what else does it need to happen? Gato or Luzu, you guys have anything else you want to add? Uh... DE needs to be removed. It's just demonic empowerment is people have been complaining about it since alpha. 
There it Pretty is. Pretty much everyone universally agreed that just giving us a random maintenance buff for no real reason is just not really fun gameplay. Just literally any time that you summon a pet, hit this button and the pet does more damage. It's just there's there's no thought that goes into it. It's not fun to do. There used to be some thought when it only buffed like three demons, but even that at this point would be kind of not great because you would still just go, okay, summon two dogs, great, push the button. Summon your doom guard, press the button. So it's still like very not great, even right. with that in mind. Yeah, but this needs to become just their mastery. Just demonic empowerment should just be your flat. Like all of your summoned minions do more damage. That sounds like the that's well, like that beast is our mastery, mastery already. Yeah, to be fair, right? It, but it, our mastery is it when you have de on a pet, it does more damage. That yeah, so right, very 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 great button to press. Yeah, demonic empowerment also increases the damage of your demons by another amount, and then of course demonic empowerment increases the haste health and damage of your pets by an amount so yeah. it's like you have a passive crappy version of it that then adds to the actual yeah that needs to be cleaned up so hopefully <laughs> yeah yeah and just emo's in a great space right now the only other thing <laughs> wow. that i would like to to like reiterate from what not said is that doom is one of the worst mechanics in the entire game it's it's just so bad. You you literally cannot play demo without like having weak auras that tell you when doom is gonna tick, because otherwise there's just no way. There's no indication of when it's going to tick, and every time it ticks, you get a soul shard. So oh, you, wait, you need they to said, like. They said that uh, you didn't need weak auras to play demo anymore. Uh, that's mm. the reason <laughs> they did this rework is so that you didn't need to have weak auras or add-ons to help you. Yeah, that was some of the thought between uh, or behind the uh, the huge nerf, like you said, with the famous Eon, we don't want you to play this spec because you can either go to this one website and be misled, or you can go to another website and read like a huge wall of text and, and not learn anything. Um, so they wanted to like nerf it so you couldn't play it um, and then rework the spec, resulting in another spec that also needed a lot of add-ons and a lot of work to actually a lot of knowledge to how to play. So the issue, I'll bring up the tooltip for Doom on screen for those that don't know what this is. And and by default, it doesn't read as anything too ridiculous, right? So it's just a, a, a dot, sort of, that inflicts and penny doom on the target, causing a percent of your spell power damage after 20 seconds. But that would be great if you cast it once and then it ticks at 20 seconds later and deals its damage. But obviously that's not a perfect world because you'll be refreshing it and pandemicing it and adding duration. But that doesn't move the time at which it ticks, which then becomes completely kerfuffled as a fight or any encounter rolls forward. So it doesn't tick every 20 seconds at least directly depends on when you refresh it depends on when you've moved depends on when you buff it in the first place you've got multiple targets that are all going to be you know dooming at different times hence the reason why you guys talk about these weak auras you have to know when it's going to happen yeah and the honest truth it's it's like the easiest thing in the entire game to fix to change it from one of the worst spells to just a good spell and mm -hmm. it's just Make it so that it no longer generates a shard and just make it do a ton more damage. 
and mm. that that's just fine. It does. It'll just like any other dot. It just ticks. It does a lot of damage. You don't have to think about it. Yeah, I mean, chat brings up. Does Doom actually tick? I thought mobs die before it does. <laughs> um, it does tick if you spec into impending doom and uh, have bloodlust, and your dooms are six seconds long or yep. shorter, and then you want to kill yourself refreshing doom every six seconds. Or <sighs> it's it's an awkward spell for sure. So Absolutely. those those are the dartboard hits for demonology, Lucy. Yes. So, uh, first off, well, I guess this is not has to put the uh, the pin in this and the moratorium on something at the same time. Uh, green fire or red fire for destruction warlocks? I oh mean, yeah. There's no discussion. Green fire. If you have red fire, don't know what you're doing. You need to like go do the quest line. It's very easy now. Get green fire, and then you can start playing. So you heard that, right? Before you I could feel start like that playing. Up pretty nicely, yeah. Right. Yeah, for sure. Do you have anything to add to that though? Not is there like a, a bot that scans all the warlocks in Discord coming that if you're not using green fire, you're gonna get banned, right? I heard about this. This is this is true. No, no, it's actually not true at all. Oh, okay. That should be a thing though. Like <laughs> that was definitely implemented. <laughs> yeah. But how did Legion change? how many times you cast Chaos Bolt? Because you technically have Embers back now. So walk me through destruction, Luzi. Well, basically, going from uh, HFC, the last tier, like the, the very last day of Warlords of Draenor, you were playing a Chad Remains, which was a talent that increased your Ember generation and made your, uh, your stuff hit less, your incinerates hit less, and then your Chaos Bolts hit more. Um, and they like kind of reworked destruction. I, I think they pretty much reworked it like completely, because the way it then started working is that soul shots instead of embers was now a resource, and soul shots were generated through immolate uh, ticks and uh, conflagrates. So you couldn't you couldn't farm resources the same way you used to be able to. There was a legendary, uh, the belt legendary, which was like. It was you needed it to play destruction pretty much to like do good damage that made it very a lot more smooth because you got a lot more shots um so it basically made it so that you couldn't reliably like build up and then spend and then build up and then spend because you had you had five soul shots and each chaos ball took two soul shots so you could basically chaos ball twice uh, and you didn't want to go to to five soul shots because then you would risk uh, losing a soul shot overall because if you had like a lucky emulate take the proc did so it was kind of destruction was kind of awkward to play um i think it was like one of the best performing specs we got wreak havoc which was like the craziest thing it it, it basically like you talented it, it it made your havoc be like a permanent thing last 20 20 seconds no cooldown and it duplicated everything except your portals so you could literally, by going that talent, you just effectively doubled your damage, uh, which was a lot of what um, Destruction's power were, was uh, was at. Yeah, that's what I had in here as a bullet point, is if, if, if Destruction is too reliant on Havoc fights, which were, are two targets predominantly, right? So the, the phase one of, of Odin, for example, when you're just sitting in the middle and you have Havoc on one, you're just both targets, right? But if you can't do that, 
that can be a niche or a niche or however you want to pronounce it YouTube comments that um, that works really well for destruction but if you can't do that then it feels like enhancement shaman an expansion ago where if I couldn't fire Nova I was bleh, I was garbage damage but if I could it was great so that's still like the the main problem with destruction or is it just the mechanics mm, of building and spending right me. now or not as much as it used to be. Like I said, they, they changed wreak havoc now, and I'll like get into with the soul shot change as well. So like you said, with with Odin, for example, in in Trial of Valor, a lot of the the strength of destruction was the the ability to effectively double your damage. So if there was two targets, you didn't actually lose any damage. You could just keep on you know going your single target rotation on two targets, and you do like insane amounts of damage. Mm -hmm. And there are very few fights where there's only one target. Like stuff like um, Guam, for example, Destruction wasn't a very great spec because um, it was like one target only or single target wasn't quite as strong. Um, but going into Tomb of Sagaras, they kind of changed it because they basically gave us Burning Emboss back. Um, so where before you could only generate um, soul shards with either you know the legendary um, immolate ticks or conflagrates, you could now farm up your resources. Um, so you could kind of you decide when you wanna you know do damage if you wanna like pool embers or soul shards for an ad for a mechanic. You can you can kind of play around that, and I feel like destruction was kind of weak at that with the uh, five soul shard and kind of RNG uh, generate of the uh, of the resource. Yeah, what is what's the math behind that now? Cuz I'll bring up the tooltips, right? So emulates periodic damage generates one soul shard fragment and a 50% chance to generate additional one on a crit and then conflagrate does five soul shard fragments. So how many fragments is a soul shard? You need 10 10, ten soul fragments for a soul shard. Oh, okay. And so uh and and basically, when you when you havoc and you conflict rate like your your stuff, I I, I think all of your yeah all of your abilities do yep. twice as uh, as much uh, generation when it's on two targets. So if you if you have like if there's another target, you havoc that you conflict rate, you get one full soul shot because it's five plus five uh, soul shot bits. Mm. So that also like they changed havoc around so you can't havoc as much as you used to be able to. Um, and it basically, it made us um, not that far ahead on two targets, but we can also do single target. So overall, I, I mean, it's definitely a trade I would uh, I would do. Because okay. destruction is playable in, I feel like, basically every uh, situation. Like changing talents around, you know, making you able to do some AoE damage, uh, cleave damage, single target. Um, overall, the, the, I feel like I was very happy about the change because it basically it made it a lot closer to uh, Mist of Pandaria Destruction, which was, in my opinion, and I know a lot of other people's opinion, was like the perfect destruction. Like it was just, it was, it was really good. So, what does what does destruction need to get some of that feel back? Then, if that was like the pinnacle of it, is it is it getting closer to it now? Like, what kind of TLC? which stands for Tender Living Care, does uh, does Destruction need to, to feel that way? Because this rounds us up into the, the Warlock Roundtable right here, right? The best or the worst between all three of these. So what, is, what does Destruction need? Kind of like we had all those 
dark to throw for demonology, right? So what were your yeah. suggestions, Lucy? Well, I personally, I like my favorite spec has been destruction. Like, I th I think always. Obviously, you know, Siege of Walker, my affliction was broken to the point where if you didn't love it or didn't want to play it, like there was something wrong. Because mm. it was just with snapshotting and soul swap, like. But through the entire thing, like destruction has been my go-to. I played destruction through Emerald Nightmare, TOV, Nighthold, uh, Tumor Sagaris. I didn't play destruction in Antorus, um, because affliction, like Gato said, affliction is just too good. Um, but I feel like the only thing that destruction actually needs, I'm sure they have other thoughts, is the, you know, tiny bit more damage maybe. Uh, I feel like the the play style is good. I like it. Um, them changing, like I said, I'd make the trade going from the Perma Havoc into a bit more single targets. You can play it on single target. You can play it on cleave. You know, it, it's strong in both situations. You have a few legendaries you can swap around. Um, if you want to go Mythic Plus, if you want to do like uh, bursty AOE, if you want like full single target, I feel right. like there's a lot of situations destruction works. Because I'm was... sure Ghetto probably has like some uh, trick up his sleeve to say like destruction needs this and then they'll be better. Uh, I have a few. Yeah, go for yeah. it. Go for it. Because the only thing that I was wondering about was that did your mastery work out after they sort of tweaked it a little bit to not be a huge problem? Because earlier on in Legion, yeah. it was just like the dumbest the, thing. The Legion mastery for destruction was like, I don't even... Yeah. Like, it, it, I, I'm not quite sure. I'm pretty sure I remember correctly. Like, in, in HFC, it was like kind of the same thing without the between X and X amount of yeah. damage thing. From, um, from the start of the expansion, it was completely random. Yeah, right. You was... could either roll 0% damage increase or the max damage increase, and it averaged to the middle. And then I think it was in TOS when they did the small Destro rework that they moved half of the value of Mastery to just passive, you always do this amount more. So they sort of cut the RNG in half. And... It was one of those things before then where it was like always numerically correct, but most people just never used it before TOS because it was just a very unenjoyable experience when you needed to like burst and add on Scenarius and then your Chaos Bolt decided to roll a zero out of 60. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's. That's the biggest thing, too, is because Chaos Bolt's damage range is massive. And adding any type of multiplicative backend to it is going to have huge swings. You could throw two Chaos Bolts, one for a quarter of a million and one for a million, right? Yeah. It's like, okay, sure, why not? Which is, it's fun and fantasy-like. But at the same time, when you're playing it, you're just like, that isn't, what? You have no control over it. chaotic. Oh, like, come on! Mastery. Class chaotic. fantasy! We brought it back full circle, ladies. Lesion in a nutshell. Stop um, it! Just don't, don't do but, that. But um, <laughs> I have like a few bullet points that I think would that they're all quality of life things, right? That I think that destruction needs to to make it like as enjoyable of a spec as it was in Mop. Okay. But I wanted to just touch on what Lucy said earlier is really true. Like, Affliction is clearly the best spec in the game, and it's just broken and stupid, and you should play it, right? If you want to optimize your stuff, you should be playing Affliction on every fight. 
But you look at most of the fights, and Destruction's, like, upper middle of the pack. It's it's not like it's a bad spec. It's just not Affliction. And even on some fights like Dogs, it can rival Affliction because it's two targets, but, you know. So I think, like, if they if they had just unnerfed the nerf that they gave Destruction unjustly in Tomb of Sargeras, which was a bit of a soapbox for me, but... At the start of TOS, there were a lot of burst, parse, like, two-minute speed kills, so they nerfed Destruction because it had really good burst, mm. and then it kind of just sucked for the rest of the tier, and they <laughs> yeah. never undid those nerfs. If they just undid that, I think it would beat Affliction on at least, like, two or three fights. Like I, I would legitimately be playing it on, like, Argus right now. So, if you like Destro, it plays really well right now, and you can beat probably everyone in your raid playing it anyway if you play it well but um the two main points are like the, the chaos bolt thing at the start of the expansion two shards out of five made sense right because conflagrate generated one shard emily generated one shard it was slower than it is now mm -hmm. whereas when they made it more smooth the uh the resource generation increased a lot so you can't really pull at all anymore you kind of just hit chaos bolt constantly because you sure. just have tons of shards right now and it doesn't it doesn't feel good at two and five shards with the current resource generation hmm. and there are two different ways they could fix that they can either just make it hit harder and give us less resources right they can just lower the amount that our spells give and make chaos bolt hit harder or they can just keep the damage where it is or probably realistically cut the damage and reduce the cost to one shard and either of those things would make the spec feel a lot better than it is right now and that's that that's like the only thing really that i have an issue with with destruction right now is just they kind of changed it mid-expansion but not all of the way that they needed to change it mm -hmm. to make it feel cohesive right yeah, Terran even chimes in with lower other damage and increased Chaos Bolt's damage. Something like that. A lot there's, of people feel the same way. Yeah. There's always a back and forth on, like, what major button or what what's your big class spell that should be doing the utmost amount of your damage, right? Which always comes back to different little anecdotal parts of, you know, well... Like, Prot Warrior comes to mind where, like, 40% of their damage sometimes is a passive, right? Deep Wounds which doesn't necessarily feel very engaging for the prot warrior, that if they're timing their their abilities properly, and this goes for any DPS too, like their core spell isn't what really contributes to their overall performance. Like so much comes from an affliction can have it the adverse of this, where you put your two dots up, one lasts forever, and it does 30% of your damage or whatever huge percent, like this huge swing. So that is that that's fine for that, but other specs, I get it. So, yeah, yeah, the round table we're still in right now, I guess. The the days of the tanky caster are sort of there. Affliction definitely has it now. The note I had on that was, do you think that uh, Drain Soul and Drain Life are staying combined in battle? Oh, well, no, we already know that they aren't. They, oh. um, one, one, we, we got a lot of the stuff that they're changing. Affliction got a small rework, and we got a lot of the stuff that they wanted to change in oh, okay. the initial beta pass. Or his demo just didn't get anything at all. 
Mm. But we we know for a fact that Drain Soul is being replaced by Shadow Bolt next expansion oh. for Affliction. So we're back to like sort of a Cataclysm playstyle where you're spamming some Shadow Bolts. But yeah, the I I think the devs realized how broken Affliction self healing was this tier specifically, or probably last year. And it might be a hot take, but I personally feel like they've designed most of the fights in Antorus around Affliction mm. existing. Like, you look at almost every fight, and if you stand in anything, it just one-shots you. Sure. And I think that's largely because Affliction would otherwise just AFK standing in every mechanic on every fight, right? And you also see things like um, bosses when they phase they go immune, which wasn't a thing in previous tiers. Any bosses that rotate out of the playing field used to take damage, and it was a way to, you know, if you cast a dot on that, it wouldn't punish you if it rotated out immediately. That dot would still deal the damage. But corruption being permanent made it so that Affliction just had permanent dots ticking on bosses that weren't there. So, okay, I, Affliction's definitely getting knocked way back for the self-healing. But it, it matters how they handle destruction and demonology because those two specs are still all they're they're like as tanky as affliction, but in different ways. Each warlock spec has a different way that they reduce the damage that healers have to heal on them, right? Mm -hmm. So demonology passively splits damage with its pet, right? And the pet just heals itself when it deals damage and you deal damage. So Demonology just always takes a flat percent less damage than all of the other specs. And Destruction's Mastery has a baked-in damage reduction. So you, Destruction's Mastery just makes them take less damage as well. Right. So it's, like, Warlocks are still probably going to be, like, the tanky class, but you're not going to see Affliction on Kingaroth on Mythic just on a robot by itself with no healers keeping itself alive. Or standing in the Dark Storm on Coven. Yeah. Stuff like that. That's fair. What do you, what do you mean, for Affliction Warlock and Plus? Oh. Yeah, it's totally balanced. Tank and four Affliction Warlocks? Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. One eight Aflox, two Blood Death Knights, doing Heroic Antares, no problem. <laughs> I want to see that before the expansion leaves, to be fair, though. It's already been done. Oh, yeah, to to oh, okay. be fair, we've seen five Affliction Warlocks do, like, Hall's 20 keys, so... Yeah. That's already been... It's... That's... Really? Yeah. I think that they might they might have had, like, a tank for... I don't remember, but I... I know at some point it was either four or five warlocks did a uh, an HOV twenty. It was just mm. like, maybe this isn't okay, guys. Yeah, maybe. maybe. <clears throat> so there was, but but really, ahead, what not, we yeah. should be talking about is uh, demonology going back to being a tank spec. Uh, <laughs> this is a common theme that comes up every <laughs> single expansion. Uh, why should we have three DPS specs when we could have one tank spec? And two DPS. Yeah, yeah man. I've heard you guys from this. People still want enhancement to be a tank spec for whatever reason. I'm not gonna play a tank chat, YouTube comments, stop it. Enhancement's not gonna be a tank spec. Just because we had shield specialization in vanilla, that was a PvP thing. Just stop it. But yeah. 
there was there was one tagline I have on here. I mean, we're good for time for this whole section, but so I put like down what really makes warlocks different from mages now, because you have a planned reverse blink, you have portal, which yeah. portal is way way too good for so many reasons, and uh -huh. they just talk about battle that they're going to be doing like the rejigging of of classes to all have like a niche, which then goes back to their reverse problem of bring the actual class not the player so we'll see how that works out but i think like a lot of the reason that demonic portal and hellstones are so so powerful compared to a lot of specs utility right largely comes down to just the fact that we're the only pure that doesn't have an immunity and immunities are as we saw throughout all of this expansion pretty much the only raid utility that actually matters a lot of the time hmm so I, eh. I mean, there is there is a reason I was playing mage on Argus Progress and not right. warlock. Yeah, yeah. And there's a reason that you didn't see a lot of warlocks in TOS, even though they were really kind of broken too. It's because we don't have an immunity, so out of luck. But I I feel like we differ from mages in a lot of ways. Mages are a lot more like demonology in a way like they they just kind of turret and hit one button a lot of the fight all of the mage specs are really similar in that sense sure they spend a majority of their time just hitting that one button and then reacting to procs eh. yeah and they like they they function mechanically in different ways right because like we're we're multi-daughters whereas you have like fire that has the the passive ignite spreading mechanic that's like completely unique to that spec. You have ice lance, which is just like auto cleave. It's like baked in havoc. So, I uh, I don't know. Sounds like mage is more like warlock. Mm. No, we don't yeah. say that. Oh, I mean, oh. oh, that's too late. It's already been said. Oh gosh, mages suck. <laughs> oh, I didn't say that. Well, the, the the comment was it's the only pure DPS spec that doesn't have an immunity because hunters have Dieter or Turtle now. It's still deterrence, all right? Blizzard, calm down. It's also commanding. It's not, it's it's commanding shout, not rallying cry. It's recklessness, not battle. Stop it. It's just, it's blessing of protection, not hand. Just stop it. Rename all these things in battle, please. But yeah, it's because mages have block. Hunters have, double have block. Dieter. Double block, yeah. And then double rogues have. Block. Rogues have 17 other defensive cooldowns. <laughs> so, Warlocks have... So we have shield wall and lots of healing. Sure, yeah. right. Our our thing this expansion has been we get to stand in things and our portal is still overpowered, right? Yeah. yeah. No, for sure. But anything else from from this section of the show? Are we good to, to move forward into some... Uh... Sticky stuff, I guess, after the, the mid-show break. Y'all good? Anything else you want to add? Looks good to me. I'll take I'll take the nods <laughs> as as confirmation. But anyway, if you want more of this show, or if you've missed any of this show leading up to this point, of course, all the shows do get archived on to the YouTube page. They're all right here. They're all by years. I haven't updated my front page in a little while, actually. But if you've missed the Rogue show or Word Up and Jack were on a little while ago about parsing versus performance, these are all right there. You can go check the playlist for the years that the shows come out. They're all right there if you want to go back to the, the Method World first for Mythic Argus, etc., etc., or the end-of-year specials we just had recently. 
They're all posted by year, as well as the audio-only versions of the show go up on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play Music, as well as the RSS feed on FinalBoss.tv, the website. But there are more podcasts beyond that, if you want to support the show in a more uh, monetary fashion. There is the Twitch button up there. There's the red one for YouTube down there somewhere. I don't know where it is. Or... There's the Patreon page where you get to double up. There are currently 34 more podcasts. They're either in the after show variety or the pre-show sort of meet and greet where we just talk about the notes and go over things and him and Hob and whatnot. But this is the Warlock one. So you can go check that out if you'd like or if you want to go into the debacle. If you don't know what happened with Ask Mr. Robot recently, you can go to the Rogue one. So these are for the people that are going to support the show with a little extra mile. You can follow along with the show notes as well. And it was an hour and a half long private stream Q&A that I did just the other day that was about the behind the scenes working of the show and, and that kind of stuff, getting a lot of feedback from you guys. So you can go check that out on the show's Patreon page. That It's a necessary evil in a way because there's literally no ad revenue to make on YouTube anymore unless I make this my full-time gig only for YouTube and make 12 videos a week, which that's what? But also... Teramaya, Chaos, Jason, Tazlin, Screws Loose, Mia, R4, Truffles, and Druish. Thank you for your continued support in a ridiculously nerdy way. That's just really way too, way too generous of you guys. Or if you want to eat something and support the show and keep me sitting here doing these throughout the next expansion and beyond, then you can check out the affiliate link down below for Daily Harvest. I'm not going to plug this over the top, but there are smoothies parfaits sundays overnight oats a whole bunch of things soups there's a new thing oh, this, this i've done this like the last couple of, i'm not even kidding the soup is way too good and that's just one way to help support the show and keep it working it's how it works nowadays right that that's how this stuff gets made okay it's how i keep interviewing nerds so you can keep putting them in your ear holes or your eye holes i don't know what you do with it just don't don't be weird all right youtube comments just calm down it's all right. It's 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 okay. But use the code FINALBOSSTV, just the name of the show, on Daily Harvest, and you can get half off your first normal order. It's three free cups, basically. 50% off the first order of six. So you can do that with, with whatever order you'd like. But we're going to go over... Let me bring up the talents here. Get this up here. And we'll kind of give you guys a bit of a... A little bit of a guide section. But this is to preface the following section. And I want to go over the cookie cutter specs of the Warlocks that are currently being used. And again, if you need more about relics, artifact, combinations, whatever, go to the lock one-stop shop for that. However, let's do demonology and destruction first. Let's sort of flip it back around. Luzi, you want to walk me through what destruction Warlocks are sort of stuck into now in Legion, talent-wise? Sure. sure. I mean, uh, we went through, I th I'm not actually sure, I think it was like after Emerald Nightmare, where they swapped Eradication and <clears throat> Cataclysm and Fine Brimstone, like they swapped some of that around. Mm -hmm. um, so we were playing one thing before where we played both Reverse Entropy and Eradication together, which was, it just felt really good to play, because your Chaos Bowl is like really fast to cast. But... Uh, but since then, we've pretty much been been playing uh, the same spec, mm -hmm. um, talent-wise. And then with uh, swapping out one, maybe two talents for either Cleave or AoE. 
So the the cookie cutter, if you want to call it that spec for destruction right now, is that you in the uh, the first row you go backdraft. Um, you used to. I know Ghetto is gonna promote Shadowburn because he was talking about Shadowburn <laughs> for a long time, and how Shadowburn was actually not partially that far behind. Look, man, but... it was good in Nighthold, okay? <laughs> it's not good you, anymore. Uh, you go backdraft. Um, you used to be able to play Roaring Blaze as well, but it's just it's very annoying to play. It's not very not very fun at all to play. It hasn't been fun since it was ridiculously broken and all the warlocks was, could oh stack God. it. When it was <laughs> and then the stealth nerf with not announcing anything going from, was it, I think it was like 65% down to 25%. Oof. Yeah. Uh, from like, that nothing was set. It was just all of a sudden someone noticed like, hey, this used to say 65%. So that was, that was some good memes. But we go back draft. Then in the second tier, we on single target, we go eradication. Uh, on, I think it's three or more targets. I can't remember the number in my head. So I haven't played Destruction for a long time. Mm -hmm. um, uh, we go Empowered Life Tap, but basically eradication is like the, the go-to. It's also kind of what determines uh, your rotation because you want to maintain eradication on your target. Uh, side note, I need to put this out there just because I did so much testing back in beta. The fact that empowered life tap was the fix and not mana tap. Thank, oh, mana tap. Thank the glob above us because that was the dumbest thing. <laughs> mana tap, like balancing <sighs> life tap, mana tap while still maintaining your rotation and having another piece also to actually cast off. Was yeah, no, thank you. Not I know uh, Not was playing Mana Tap as like the only person in the world on his. Uh, it was great. It was just, not great. I love just for the record, Mana. that did make it live bay. We had that until yeah, I yeah. think it TOS was, or right. Nighthold. It was yeah. it was up there during. Uh, I think it was actually wasn't it like simming higher in some situations as well, but yeah. it was like unanimous vote. We said, okay, we're going reverse entropy instead because. <laughs> That right. is not happening. We're not playing mana tap. Yeah, um, pretty much. Yeah, and eradication didn't used to be in that row. It used to be in the uh, tier sixty row on cataclysms, but so you could play both reverse entropy and eradication together, which was really good. Then in the forty-five tier, as Garo said, demonic circle. Like, of course. You know, you 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 play that obviously. Hope, hopefully, um, I, I'm with you on this, Warlocks. Just throw this out there for a little bit of my, like, my understanding of all the specs because of the testing I did. Demonic Circle should be baseline. I hear you. I, I hope yeah, this is dumb and as a talent. This is so dumb. Please make it two spells again. Choose oh, between yeah. your only oh. mobility and uh, utility. Yeah, exactly. no, it should be two spells. And not and a talent. Baseline. What are you yeah. talking yeah. about? It is two spells. You just have to make a macro for one. Yeah, stop. Like, okay, stop you. Just make a macro for this, and then there's two spells. You know, do it yourself. Yeah. Um. Don't ever really go mortal coil only in PvP. You can go shadow fury if you need a stun and don't need mobility. I guess. Mm -hmm. Um. In the uh, the next row. I, I don't, like, situationally, you can go Cataclysm. I don't think there's, like, any place I'd actually take Cataclysm right now. Uh, if you want to cleave AoE more than, like, three, four targets, you go find Brimstone. If not, you play Soul Harvest. Um, Soul Harvest, Dark Soul, please make it baseline. 
don't make it a talent and call it something else. Like it's Dark Soul. Don't like. Right. It's it's basically Dark Soul with like uh, they reduce duration and then you can like emulate to get more duration on it. When you pop it, it's not uh, it's not very fun compared to what it used to be in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Then the seventy five one, either you can shield yourself or you can uh, you can slowly kill yourself mm-hmm. but get movement speed. But yeah, so obviously burning rush in that because who wants to play a wheelchair like if you need it if it's like high mythic plus or a fight where you need a lot of healing uh, a lot of you take a lot of damage you can either go demon skin or dark pack depending on the situation um but i don't think i've ever actually specked out of burning rush for any fight because you don't really need it you have soul leech already as a shield you have a you're unending resolve on a one minute CD. You don't need more tankiness. Yep. Um, the tier ninety tra- tra- tier thing um, talents. I the know. Gawar. Technically supremacy. I think Sims higher still. Yeah. Um, sacrifice. Thank God we're getting the old sacrifice back. Because um, sacrifice right now isn't very fun to play around. You you, you can play it. In um, in I think like Mythic Plus or maybe on Aonar it's better, mm-hmm. but you pretty much always go service just because it's it it really lines up well with uh, with everything. Um, you can have a interrupt dispel whatever. Um, save it for a priority target, and you can have some extra damage on that if you want. But overall, I I don't think I've ever spec out of service outside like Mythic Plus and some. AOE whoring I did on uh, like heroic Ilginoth or something. Nice, nice. <laughs> yeah, and then, um, then there, you uh, kind of there on. was one place, and that was on Elisand, so that you could proc Cephas off interrupting. Oh my god, yes. But you also played Shadowburn on Elisand, so yeah, fight me. <laughs> <laughs> so in the uh, the last year havoc was reworked wreak havoc was reworked it uh, it used to just remove the cooldown and make it a 20 second duration so you could basically have wreak havoc up or havoc on uh, a target 100 percent of the time uh now it just reduces the cooldown of havoc with uh, 20 seconds yep so it just makes it on on like more targets stronger I think, um, I mean, Ghetto has to correct me here. I think you played on two, three targets. I'm not sure on four targets. Um, uh, somewhere around three or four. You switched yeah, this whole kind of. It's around there. But, uh, but basically, wreak havoc for cleave, channel demon fire for single target. And yeah. uh, you could play soul conduit for. <laughs> memes. You can play soul conduit for, for memes, for... yes. You can play it so that you can spam rain of fire in Mythic Plus. In I, Nightfall, yeah, okay. Though, in Nighthold, uh, we also touched a bit on this uh, earlier in the podcast. Um, you could play Soul Conduit, Eradication, Soul Harvest, um, and this was before the uh, the Soul Shot rework. So you could play like a meme spec that just relied on sustaining yourself um, with like procs, Soul Conduit procs, uh, legendary uh, conflict raids, that stuff, and just maintaining Eradication on a target. And it wasn't, uh, it wasn't very fun if you were hit by any mechanic or have to move. 
Yeah. It was a, a giant DPS loss, but uh, right now you go Channel Demon Fire single target and wreak havoc on Cleave. Is the balancing of Channel Demon Fire better than it used to be? I know I brought this up on the first Warlock show, is that its, it's spell power coefficient is very... The, the reason that it's so low is because it ticks an unimaginable amount of times in that little period. It sends out tons of bolts. I don't remember the exact sure. number. I think it might be like 15, 15 over 3 15, seconds. Yeah. yeah. But um, you can also but, have a it. But it's a relatively oh. short cooldown and the reason that it's good is um it it replaces incinerate in the rotation, right? So all that it has to do is just do oh. more damage than incinerate, right? Because if if you think about it like you would spend that GCD hitting incinerate anyway. Mm-hmm. So it it's really just it does a lot more damage than an incinerate does, so it's okay. a pretty good talent. And it's like two percent ahead or so. Soul counter kind of depends on your legendaries, but before like TOS, it was in a place where you just always played like Soul Conduit pretty much because CDF was not even numerically better. And why are you going to use an active talent if it's not better, right? Right. But yep. now most people use it because it's it's not too bad to play with and it's decent DPS gain. Okay, it looks fun too. That's why I, the, the, it's the it's the blight of many active abilities in the game that they just get so overshone by passives all the time. It's yeah. and it's it's unfortunate because the actives have spell modifiers or effects or graphics to them, and then they're just not as good as just this does more and you have a chance to do that and it just happens in your character nothing so that's at least good to know good to hear but at least there was there was some wiggle room with destruction there a little bit which is also good because next up not <laughs> hi <laughs> you want to walk me through demonology uh, uh how long do you have because it's going to take about uh 30 seconds okay well Go <laughs> I feel Joking bad. Aside, it'll yeah. take long, a bit longer than 30 seconds. Like, for the most part, like, there's one cookie cutter spec that is the yep. only spec you're basically ever going to play. Sure. Uh, so you're always going to be picking Shatter Inspiration, um, Shadow Flame, and Demonic Calling have just kind of fallen out. Uh, as unfortunate as, as it is, because the uh, rotation, at least with Demonic Calling, is much more fluid and actually like enjoyable to play. Yeah. Uh, so you're always going to pick Shatter Inspiration. You're always going to pick Improved Dreadstalkers. Uh, Implosion is just completely dead in the water. Um, Impending Doom does have its place on like two plus targets. Um, but for the most part, you're just pigeonholing yourself into single targets since you can either do one thing really, really well, or you can do like one and a half things only kind of sort of okay. Um, so you're basically always going to be playing Improved Dreadstalkers. Demonic Circle, obviously, uh, it's the only talent that's even... <coughs> baseline! ...in um. that tier. Um, for level 60, there was some contention between Hannah Doom at one point and then Power Trip. Uh, hmm. But then Thalkill's Ascendance came into the game, and Power Trip was just like, Hey, you remember me? Uh, I'm the only thing that matters now, because mm. you just want to get as many Soul Shards out of your system as possible. And Power Trips brings in the most, so you need to get rid of all of it as quickly as possible. Sure. Um, Soul Harvest, I don't think, has ever been a thing ever in the entire expansion, actually. For Demonology, yeah. Uh, 
Um, yeah, yeah, for demonology. You could play it on Odin. Doom okay. on the end. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. If you, if Look, you it was play destruction on Odin, like... I don't... I, fight me, I was number one on the ad. Okay. <laughs> Alright. Uh, you probably played also Dark Glare also at that point, didn't you? Oh, yeah. I did the full meme build on Odin, man. Of course, of course, of course. Um, but yeah, Soul Harvest has basically been unplayable for the entire expansion. Um, the 75 tier is also fairly linear. You just want movement and movement forever because you don't care about incoming damage. Yep. Um, it's which more better, more better. It's just better to have the movement period in every situation. Uh, for the 90 tier, as much as everyone would love to have supremacy, um, as the best talent, it unfortunately is not. Uh, well, fortunately is not because supremacy is very boring. Uh, supremacy or service is always going to be the uh, the go-to option there. Synergy um, used to be really good, and then they kind of gutted it, and uh, that was also kind of sad because you got to have uh, very cool Thalkiel consumptions. I um, I've always thought it was weird ever since beta for Legion that demonology didn't just. That there wasn't like one grimoire that was passive for the three that was their better one. Because supremacy makes the most sense. Because why doesn't the demonology warlock just get the more powerful passive demon all the time? The, the grimoire uh, tier is just strange in they that tried sense. That. If, if you hover over grimoire of supremacy on a talent calculator, you'll probably see a note that says minus 20% damage. Not on there's, the WoWDB one, but... Uh, well, on WoWhead, there's there's a hidden 20% damage reduction on Grimoire of Supremacy specifically for Demo. What? Because if it didn't have that, you would it would just be like 5% better than every other talent in that row always. Yep. So they, they And they didn't ever put it. that on a tooltip. And they, I think they wanted to have it at some point with Supremacy being really good, because then it would be like, feel really cool, be like, hey, have this bigger demon out cool it's the best one um but they just didn't and uh yeah you're just pigeonholed into service forever now some sometimes i hear about these like hidden what the math and theory crafters find that are because that was a thing for enhancement shaman before we had a modifier on elemental blast last expansion that made it just dead it just did half damage for enhancement for some reason for pvp balance probably I don't. There are, I, there are like a lot of those in Warlock. I, ugh, that's awful. I feel bad. All right. What's the last tier? Uh, last tier, you're always going to be playing Soul Conduit. Uh, again, it's all about shard value because you want to get Thalkiel Ascendance out as much as possible, and that just gives you more shards to do that with. Uh, Dark Glare, I th from what I remember, is like about equal on two targets of Soul Conduit, yeah. and then finally starts becoming better at three plus targets but it's still not like vastly better mm -hmm. uh, and demon bulge is just completely dead in the water there's absolutely zero value in playing demon bulge. it was so good early in the expansion <laughs> and then just ruined its yep. coefficient didn't they uh they did that and also introduced thalkiel's ascendance uh, oh, okay sure yeah. the real killer for it so well right uh, the reason that people stopped playing it was actually when they nerfed grimoire of supremacy a lot of like, a lot of the value in Demon Bolt early in the expansion was just that you had that 40% damage buff up a lot on yourself. So you doing more damage meant that Demon Bolt was better. And when they lowered that to 25, it just kind of, yeah, never play that again. Right. 
I'm just going to bring this up on stream just so people know what we're talking about when he says that Thalkiel's Ascendance is that your Demonic Empowerment has a 50% chance to enrage Thalkiel, causing each of your pets to deal additional shadow damage to the current target, which is what you're talking about, how this spec is just spam Demonic Empowerment, basically. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yep. That That's what causes the, uh, <clears throat> the Empowerment spam. Yeah. Right. So that, that's pretty much Demo in a nutshell. There's like a very, 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 very few variants that you play, um, mainly because you just don't have the option. You're either all in on one thing or you're all in on the other thing. There's no middle ground. Mm. Yeah. Like, I I would like to put, you can do Demo AoE like in high mythic keys and it'll work out pretty well because in high mythic keys, things are alive long enough for Doom to tick, right? Right. But below that, it's just kind of, like if you're just running around doing a daily heroic on a demo lock, you're just your oh, AOE doesn't exist. Mm. So you're better off just killing the boss. <laughs> right. But Which... Even in raids, it's the exact same thing. Like, well, there's an ad that's gonna spawn, but really, how useful are you going to be on that ad? Like, for example, on Varimathras, sure the ad is like, <laughs> high priority, and you're gonna <laughs> one shadow oh, God. on it, and that's oh, it. Like, it's completely useless. You just reminded me that at the end of uh, the end of the episode, we need to get on a soapbox about very ads. <laughs> God, you yeah. can. I there are certain specs that deal with mythic Varimathras ads way better than others, and you can yeah. see that when those classes do what they can do to them. But then if they don't, then you struggle and wipe on mythic Varimathras. Yeah, well. Affliction so, and Demo are probably the two worst specs in the game on those ads. Oh, I agree. I'm yep. I'm with you. I'm, I'm yep. I legitimately considered at one point switching to destruction just so that I could hit conflict rate on them. Yeah, exactly. I mean that would work. I mean it's 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 fire. Like the DPS and... didn't matter. Just no. needed to kill the ads or we wiped. Yeah, elemental shaman's really good. Fire and frost mages are really good. There's quite a number of things that are really good. Hmm. Melee in general. Well, melee if, if it's you do the close enough, right? Yeah. yeah if, if you do the stacking, yeah, if you just have them run together, <laughs> they can go hit them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's duh, don't. Ooh, that's <laughs> risky. Best don't the, the, the so, one so melee the that shaman, yeah. right because the one melee that either lags, that either goes too anyway. soon or lags behind. Whatever. Not that's neither here nor there. Yeah. So Gato. Uh, oh, what? Time for affliction, right? Yeah, so this is apparently the best design spec in the entire game. So hopefully it has tons of talent diversity and like a ton of different options, right? That's how it works. Okay, look. <laughs> the talents are well designed. I'm not going to say the spec is extremely well designed. Okay. Anyone who's ever played Affliction on Coven can attest how fun it is to sit there hitting Drain Soul for 10 minutes. But uh, the, the talents are in my opinion, probably the, the best designed and balanced talents in the game. Sure. Barring Haunt. Haunt's kind of like the, the red-headed stepchild. It's Poor never Haunt. been good. Not once in the entire expansion. I think, like, what was it? Limit Warlocks used it on Mistress because they literally could not play the other talent or they would do too much to the eels. Right. So they had to intentionally gimp themselves by picking Haunt. But Right. Um, so Haunt's the only talent that's just... You're never picking that. It's just bad. Don't ever play Haunt. You have 
the two main talents that define like the 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 way you play the spec are Writhe and Affliction and Malefic Grasp. They're on our tier 15. You pick Writhe if you need to be extremely mobile, if a fight is just like you have to run around constantly or there are multiple targets for you to dot. Right. Just always better in those scenarios. Malefic Grasp is always better on low movement, single target fights. So you, you have... Those are the two cookie cutters, right? You play Writhe for Cleave and you play Malefic Grasp for single target, and it's not really a very interactive choice. But in every other tier, you have a significant choice. So like in tier 30, you have Contagion and Absolute Corruption. Absolute Corruption makes your dot, your corruption, last forever. It's really good on fights like Coven, where you're doing sustained cleave. Right, like you, you just dots up all of the time forever. That's the entire fight. It's really good on those fights. Contagion is really good single target, and you can even play it on some cleave fights like Dog, where it can be as good as Absolute Corruption if you play it well, even better. Mm-hmm. But it's a little harder because you have to juggle more dots. Absolute Corruption, you only really have to keep up Agony, really, and your four piece, but. With Contagion, you have to keep up four dots, Agony, Unstable Affliction, Siphon Life, and Corruption. Right. So it's a lot harder to play on two targets than Absolute Corruption is, which is why you see most people just recommend you play AC on on Fellhounds. But pretty much, if you're dumping a lot of UAs into one dude and you want to do damage to one dude, you pick Contagion. If you're doing lots and lots of cleaving, you pick Absolute Corruption, and ELT is AoE. You primarily see ELT used in Mythic Plus in conjunction with the talent Sow the Seeds, because a majority of your damage is just Seed of Corruption when you pick that talent, and Empowered Life Tap scales that. So in Mythic okay. Plus, you're pretty much either picking ELT or Contagion, usually ELT on most keys. In Raids, you're usually either picking Contagion or Absolute Corruption. Um, I'm not really going to talk about the 45, 75, or 90 because it's literally the exact same thing as Destruction. Yep. You can you can pick Howl of Terror or Mortal Coil if you want to proc Sefus on some fights like Portal Keeper. You can do stuff like that, just like Shadow Fury. But most of the time, Demonic Circle, Burning Rush, Supremacy, just always those three. The Tier 60... Um, Soul Harvest is usually the default most people play with because it gives you the most control over when you do the damage. Okay. But as far as as far as rating goes, it's numerically very similar to Phantom Singularity in basically every scenario. The main difference is like Soul Harvest gives you more boss damage and Phantom Singularity gives you more add damage, but they're both really good at both of those things. So you can get away with playing either, but mostly people only use Phantom Singularity on Portal Keeper because it lines up very well with the adds. Mm. In Mythic Plus, though, Sow the Seeds is a bit of a controversial talent. It it essentially triples our AoE DPS. It also right? pulls it's... things on an incredibly awkward Z-axis still for some reason. <laughs> uh, well... Yeah, <laughs> nothing to do about that. But. I well, I yeah, I don't know why. It's just seed of corruption how it's coded because some yeah. I, 
who remembers the Kara run where you're pulling a mob pack and then all of a sudden something from below you runs at you from nowhere. And it's it, it could be Starfall too, and it there was a couple of things expansion that did that, but yeah. Even Show those... the seeds. It it triples your your AOE DPS. It's really good in Mythic Plus mm -hmm. because a lot of the time in Mythic Plus, all that matters is how much damage you can do to the trash. But even in Mythic Plus, you see a lot of variance between all of the tier 60 talents. They have just different uses. Soul Harvest is good for killing bosses. PS is good if you want to do good boss damage and good AOE. Mm -hmm. So the seeds, something you're probably always going to pick on like fortified keys. You're just if you need AOE, you're taking that talent. It's it's probably the most binary choice that Affliction has. Sure. Um, and then the 100 tier, which all of the talents are within one to two percent. Wow. Siphon Life is Siphon Life is the current top dog, and that's mostly because our four-piece buff Siphon Life and doesn't buff UA. So Soul huh. Conduit. Soul Conduit gives you more UAs. It's good in Mythic Plus where you're spamming Seed of Corruption out a lot. Um, it's mostly not used in raids outside of Mythic Veramathris. On Veramathris, it's better because of the adds. You can Drain Soul them, you get more shards, which means you have higher value on the, the refund on Soul Conduit. Okay. So you, you play it on Veramathris Mythic, but outside of that... You, you, it's usually always worse than Siphon Life, but it's close enough that if you're a newer player, it's a lot easier to play than Siphon Life. You can just take it and you'll do like 2% less damage and it won't like ruin your day taking that talent, right? Siphon Life, your default talent for single target, your default talent for two target, cleave, fights like dog mostly. Um, and then Decembrace, which is our Execute that they added mid-expansion, and it's really brokenly good. Yep. Um, it you, You'll see that on most of the like Cleave fights like Coven, people opt out of Siphon Life because they just... It takes a lot of GCDs to keep Siphon Life up, and it's not like that much better than DE at all. And it gives you that powerful, that extremely powerful execute on fights like Coven and Agrimar and Argus that you really want. So yeah. any fight, any fight where you want execute damage, you can talent DE. But most of the time, what you'll see is we have a ring, a legendary yeah, yep. ring, our class ring, that gives you Death's Embrace as the talent. So you'll you'll see more often than not people will opt to play Siphon Life or Soul Conduit and just use that ring. And it works out like you do more damage in the execute using the ring because you get the extra talent, right? But it's about the same overall. It's a little bit weaker than actually talenting DE for overall DPS. Hmm. But you do if, if you're taking DE, you care about the execute anyway, so you should just play for the execute, which is why most people run the ring instead of ever talenting it. Yeah, but it's, if you're uh, you're looking at like because the the multiplicative stuff, I always bring this up on certain things too, and why like talent design really works well in certain places. So if you have the ring, and you're running like the the super dot builds, so you also have siphon life, and you're running malefic grasp, and you're running contagion, uh, well, right for the siphon single target. Life, 
that's that's the main point of contention why a lot of people don't like using the ring in the current tier, and it's because Siphon Life doesn't scale off Death's Embrace at all. Mm, so right, sure. So so when you when you have the ring on, it lowers the value of Siphon Life a lot to the point where it's about the same as Soul Conduit oh, a lot okay. of the time. So if you're doing an execute fight, Soul Conduit plus Death's Embrace is usually about the same. It okay. just you know. Siphon Life is less RNG and it's smoother, so you'll see a lot of people just opt to that still. Right. It's just, uh, I, I wanted to bring up the, the point of all of these stackables that certain specs can do as expansions roll on or, or, or other gear comes into play here. Because you talk about how the two different builds of Affliction, and there's a lot of build diversity in this because you have the yeah. cleave, the, the cross dot, you have the yeah. pure single target where there's... you could, you just stack. Prolific Grasp on top of Contagion, on top of Death's Embrace, on top of just UA spam because of Soul Conduit because you're... And all these things compound to really feel good versus I've had well, the same it, build for like It feels year. good numerically, sure, right? Sure, sure, sure. sure. You, you can argue about whether or not Affliction is, is fun to play, but mm. uh, I think Absolute Corruption is a, a big issue with why it's not fun to play on Cleave right now because... Like in previous expansions, you would spend the entire fight just like throwing up dots, and that was it. You just you cycled dots the entire fight. Maybe you had a few GCDs to throw out some haunts or whatever. Right. Right. And now you just anytime that's the case, you just tell an absolute corruption, and then you AFK hitting drain soul because corruption lasts forever, and you only have one dot. <laughs> right. So, eh. but but at, as far as like cookie cutter raid builds go. There, there are two ones that you'll primarily see people play. That's Malefic Grasp, Contagion, Soul Harvest, Siphon Life, and that's the single target build. Mm -hmm. And then Writhe in Agony, Absolute Corruption, Soul Harvest, Death's Embrace, and that's the multi-target dotting build for fights like Dogs and Coven. But there's a lot of a lot of variants that you can, there's a lot of leeway in, in the talents that you can pick on most of the fights, and it won't heavily impact your DPS in any way. Suddenly. Also, hi, doggo. Yeah, suddenly, dog. Yeah. Being a baby, sorry. Aww. <laughs> so this brings us to the, the, the closing bit of the show, which we can sort of combine all this together, because I think Warlock Hierarchy, this topic that I had built here, sort of we've already went over it so if chat if you have questions now would be the time to sort of weave them in but because i had like the bad egg of warlock always seems to keep changing like every tier there's like one bad like is it destruction that's bad this tier or demonology that's bad this tier I, or i like, think it's uh this expansion it's mostly been demonology to be right fair. well after sure. from tos on it's been demonology for the past two raids before that Demo was actually good single target, and you played it single target. But, mm -hmm. but that is because the other question that we we brought up from Discord was which spec has seen the most use, which obviously sounds like affliction. Well, it depends on which part of the expansion you're looking at, because like oh. like we've said several times before the mid Nighthold patch, right? At Nighthold launch, it was still fine. And then halfway into Nighthold, they had the patch where they redid a bunch of specs, including Affliction. And Affliction, since then, has just been 
completely dominant on pretty much everything, right? Right. But before that, it was every single fight pretty much in Emerald Nightmare and TOV, there was a different spec that you could argue is better, right? Mostly Affliction was worse than the other two at that point, and you swap back and forth between Demo and Destro if you wanted Cleaver single target, but... So for for the first two and a half raids, it was pretty well balanced. I'd say in Nighthold, the uh, the distribution of the specs was probably the best that it was. You could at the start of Nighthold, you could pretty much play any of the three Warlock specs, and you would you would do respectable damage on most of the fights. Well, until they introduced the whole souls happening again. For yeah, we've we've brought that up a couple times. Right. Drastically changing the damage profile of a spec in the middle of the expansion. It was it like not the, best idea. the raid was was it that was it the mythic nighthold patch like with the on the Tuesday that mythic nighthold became available uh, was it that balance patch or was it already I, in? It was, no, it was, it was later on. They like I think they like reworked like feral AOE or something and affliction mm. and a few other specs, if I remember right, but it. Like halfway in a Nighthold, when most guilds were like on Elisand or or so, I think most of the Mythic guilds, I should say. It was the seven one five, so it was during Mythic Nighthold. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's totally fine to do. I mean, like, we knew those are the point five patches' purpose, though. So. Yeah, it was. It was. Affliction was a very not fun spec to play before that, so they changed it, and then it was too good, but more fun. Um, but. Uh, if you look back at the logs from, like, pre-7.1.5 Nighthold, mm -hmm. on pretty much every fight, Demonology was actually top dog a lot of the time, and Affliction wasn't very far behind or beat it some of the time, and Destruction was really, really good on a few fights. So you, you could get away with playing whatever you wanted, really, and I think that's probably the best state of balance not necessarily gameplay for warlocks but northern northern man brings up a question about the opportunity or need for banish and Agrimar. well agrimar now the only thing yep mythical dan also yep well, i guess mythical dan too yeah but I, I didn't want to bring this up as like a only those are a situation because we we sort of brushed over that earlier on in the show how they're sort of going to find or they're trying to find in battle like what each class I guess brings as their thing right yeah. so like shaman are getting back tremor totem apparently so <laughs> woo woo yeah right but then constant AOE knockdown yay no no tremor totem is the immune oh, to the fear, the fear right? yeah oh. fear sleep oh, right right whatever which is fine so it's basically just for PvP. Uh, well, okay. Yeah. In before, think, they're going to make I think a raid fight that has a fear. Look, I, I think you're going to find that most of those spec identity changes yeah. are going to come down to probably only PvP. It's going to be yeah. like, which which classes get which types of CC, you know? Kind of. Well, I mean, because like, Warlocks still have health stones. You still have yeah. Lock Gate, apparently. You should, I would imagine. It's not going anywhere. 
So uh, there's still so many little things outside. So they're trying to find other little bits that not just like everyone has a stun yeah. or everyone has a slow. They're trying to put those nuggets back I, in. So I feel like uh, Warlock is probably one of the best examples of like class-based utility. It, it's just all of our Close stuff is it. unique. Yeah. Like I mean, you have Banish, which has overlap with like the Demon Hunter thing now. In prison, yeah, and repentance is it the yeah paladin thing paladin one, yeah. we sick? all do demon hunters but those don't really function in the same way where banish is like it's very unique the thing is immune to damage nothing works on it it's just it can't break it's yeah i don't know i, I feel like between healthstones banish and that we have a pretty unique toolkit but we also have things like fear which is you know not not a very cool thing well, you can it use has some uses in pvp but yeah <laughs> i don't think i've used fear in pve one oh no nope you can use it to interrupt things sometimes you can you use can. it as a ghetto interrupt and that's pretty much its only use in pve like it it's not a traditional cc like we don't have a frog or a polymorph we have right. This dude runs away for a little bit and probably <laughs> will just take some damage and then come back. Right. And also, he runs randomly, so it's probably going to go into another pack of mobs. Bring back Glyph of Fear. Ser seriously, yeah. right? Like, I fucking... There was a couple Remember of... when we could actually, like, CC things in Mythic Plus? That was fun. Yeah, Glyph yeah. of Fear. Glyph of Fear. So it would just stand in place, terrified, like, cowering. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know... That well, sorry, they gave that to Vengeance. <laughs> they funny. did. And technically, Blood DK has it too. With Tremble story Before of, uh, Story of Warlocks and Legion. Let's figure out what we can strip away from Warlocks to add to Demon Hunter's kit. Kind of, yeah. There was a question that came up. Uh, so, Monscape asked, do you guys want to see Demonology get its meta form back? Nope. No? No? I... I mean, if they could literally completely revert demonology back to the way it was in Mists of Pandaria or Warlords of Draenor, yeah, I would prefer that. It was... Warlords Demo was probably my favorite spec of all time, specifically in BRF, but Dude. they wouldn't do that, right? They would they would screw it up royally somehow. What if it was <laughs> just a cosmetic thing? Because I don't think there's oh, any... Well, there's no well, need to have demonology so separated from Demon Hunter now, because they obviously use demonic energies differently but if you could Ooh. look demonic as a demonology warlock would that not tie you to the whole fact that you're just a zookeeper for demons that do your bidding I don't... bring back glyph of apotheosis well i mean okay thinking <laughs> yeah. obviously because they, they they brought out a lot like i i'm i'm only salty about that because they took out glyph of ascendance which turned me into Elemental Panda instead of this stupid broken model from Cataclysm. So it holds its weapons like sideways, upside down like this, and it punches like that. Come on. <laughs> Can we talk about the Ascendance model, Blizzard? It's terrible. But why isn't the Demonology PvP talent that make the Doggos Instant be a PvE thing instead and make it baseline? Well, that... I don't know. I don't know how you guys like your PvP talents and how many of them probably should be PvE. I think every single class in the game has that, but I don't know what your thoughts on that is. 
who wants it to break a lot of warlock rotation actually it breaks it it breaks it yep. if if dogs were instant it would break it hmm yep you need that cast time for lineups and whatever i guess uh that and you also don't want them to be instant um just because of how demonic empowerment actually works yeah they have oh. a travel time so you s for no apparent reason the dogs spawn at your character and then jump to the target oh, which man. is something that they learned in bm and we thought like they wouldn't do that again but they did it spawns at you and then jumps to the dude so if you demonic empower if, if it was instant you could demonic empower before they get to the target and it would just break a lot of things there was actually a bug where they moved too slowly at the start of like TOS that has been since fixed, where you could actually just in the normal rotation, if you had too much haste, demonic empowerment would go off before your dogs got to the target. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. And then they made them slightly faster, so that doesn't happen anymore. Okay. But how about I don't know. I don't I haven't really PvP'd much this expansion, but there are a lot of talents I mean, that are just like was a pvp talent so mm. yeah de was originally a pvp talent and then and they deleted another pvp talent uh, they deleted soul effigy and they were like hey we uh don't have an idea to put here so we'll just use the pvp one but it worked out really well in the end i'm glad they did it because de is awesome how about since Warlocks almost always got some kind of rework for each expansion, or at least Demonology, this is the third one in a row, um, do you expect one for... Well, we went over this a little earlier for, for Battle for Azeroth and hope it will mostly stay the way it is now with minor improvements. That I wanted to bring that up as a throwback to earlier in the show. We went over that. Uh, all the guests had some plugs for Destruction and Demonology specifically about that earlier in the show, so... I don't need to go over it again. You guys already <laughs> threw your darts on the board, hopeful. So, yeah, I the one thing that I hope, and we talked about this in the pre show, but we haven't really brought it up yet, is that oh, yeah, Affliction's talents are just really, really well designed and balanced. And for the other two specs, it's just like there is a thing that you always pick in this scenario in every talent tier, and it's just always better. Right, mm. there's there's very little diversity in like destruction. You pick like, oh, this is cleave. I'm gonna play wreak havoc, or this is single target. I'm gonna play CDF, and there's no like there's no wiggle room in between the builds, right? Affliction's talents are set up in a way that most of them can do multiple fight types, right? Like soul harvest is longer the more targets that you have dots up on. Phantom Singularity just scales one-to-one -one in terms of damage with how many targets there are, right? So, with Affliction, you have a lot of talent builds that are viable on any given fight, and I feel like that's a large part of the reason why the spec is just too good right now. Mm -hmm. It's not necessarily that... If, look, it, it should get nerfed numerically. I'm not arguing that, but I don't think it's like as mechanically stupid as people think without the artifact. The artifact is the real issue, not the talents. Sure. Right? But because Affliction has this wide array of talents, it's good at a lot of different things. Whereas most other specs 
are just like you do this one thing or you do this one thing and there's no in between there's no wiggle room you either spec for aoe and you suck at single target or you spec for single target and you suck at aoe and i think that's like you see in mythic plus specifically there is a ton of variety in the builds that people use to push high keys based on things like the group comp the affixes of the week the specific dungeon it it's just it has so much variability in the ways that you can play the spec and do damage compared to other specs that it's just kind of not fair to them right well i mean you bring up not fair and you're talking inner inner class wise with just affliction versus destruction and demonology whereas There's... i i sort of touch on this in the BTS podcast, and I know the YouTube comments are already going right now, stop talking about enhancement on a Warlock show. <laughs> That's how I relate to the game, okay? Is that I've had the same spec for well over almost a year now. People ask me on stream, what legendaries and talents are you running? And I hit N and C, and the same things I've had since the end of last year, or the middle of last year, right? Since the new legendaries came in. I haven't had any variants, because there's, there's no point to change anything for my spec. There's, there's no... It doesn't do anything. All the other talents are all usually numerically bad or poor or weaker. So that's a terrible thing to have. So I, I would love to have that flop talent yeah. potential. I can't like, right now. I, like the, one of the main selling points in Legion was that they wanted to make it so that you could just pick talents yeah. and you wouldn't like you could pick any of the talents and you wouldn't be gimping yourself for taking those talents, right? And sure. I feel like Affliction is, like, I can't think of another spec. There probably is. But it's one of very few specs in the game where they actually succeeded on that. And because of that, it's just way better than Destruction and Demo, who, you know, are either doing single target or they're doing two target. Or for Demo, single mm -hmm. target and AoE. There's no middle ground. Yeah. We'll I think see. in the case of destruction, maybe Luzi can speak on that, but like it destruction plays really well in both of those cases. And the talents that destruction has feel good. Like the, the ones that are optimal feel good to play with, unlike Demo. So people don't complain about it as much in destruction. Whereas mm. in Demo, it's like the best talents are also the ones that just people don't like playing with, and you have to play them. So people just don't play the spec. Right. Yeah, I mean, Lucy brought that up a little bit when you was walking over the, co the cookie cutter build, that there is a little bit of back and forth, but once they moved around your talents a little bit, that sort of got truncated to a degree. That kind of, yeah. Because you, like I said, you used to kind of always play the more or less like the same, you know, they swapped around some talents in Emerald Nightmare. So you used to go reverse entropy eradication. Like, Reverse Entropy technically was, like, in, in a lot of instances, it seemed a few K worse than Mana Tab. Mm -hmm. But Mana Tab was just, it was horrendous to play with. Because you had to, like, you know, sacrifice a bit of mana here, and then you could Life Tab as well. And it was just, like, balancing these two things, where Reverse Entropy was just flat out, it just felt good to play with, combined with Eradication. Where reverse entropy would make you uh, no longer need to life tap, and it would reduce the uh, the cast time of your cast bolt by I think it was half a second, 
Um, yeah. And with you wanting to maintain your eradication, um, basically you you would wanna, you know, you you could push it a little more with reverse entropy and still not drop your eradication buff. And it was just it it felt really good to play. I I personally I I really enjoyed playing destruction in um, in Emerald Nightmare, even though I didn't have the uh, the one legendary that just made it so much more smooth to play. Right. Which that's all changing, obviously, going to the next yeah. expansion. We're losing artifacts. Some of the artifact key passives or spells will become either talents or possibly integrated into the core of the class. We'll see more on that as the the builds come out. Again, the Q&A is on Tuesday with Ian and Lore, and I'm pretty sure the last bit he's going to end with before they cut the stream is when Alpha or Beta, wherever they call it, is coming out so we can start testing stuff. I have but no we'll idea what you're talking about. They're definitely not going I to also thought for a second. I thought for a second there as well that you were going to say that they, they were going to end the stream with them saying, we don't want you to play Affliction. It's <laughs> no! By the way, guys, we're nerfing Affliction by 25%. We'd rather you don't play it. Yeah! That, 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 would, be that would be the greatest thing. I I would add, I want that to happen. I just please Blizzard, if you're watching this, nerf affliction by twenty five percent and say don't play it. It's bad. Please, like, I that would be go amazing. full circle. I you know just two two, just that's fine. Soapboxes, not. Do you have anyone you needed to throw out some thanks to or anything you want to end the show with to the warlock community out there? This is your your time, sir. Go for it. Whatever you want. Uh, I just want to thank everyone in uh, the Discord who's been involved with in, uh, with Lost and stuff. Um, realistically, none of it would happen without you guys because it went from looking like a heaping pile of garbage uh, to what it looks like today with uh, like lots of functionality, the ability to expand, the ability to have a number of other pages on the site. So uh, Sevi in particular, she's been absolutely massive in terms of spreadsheeting. Um, doing our charts and making everything look nice. Wudini does all the graphics. Uh, really, 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 really good. Um, of course, Luzi and Gato, without you guys, I would uh, probably not have this because uh, fuck me if I'm going to write three spec guides and uh, <laughs> want to blow my brains out. Awesome. Gato, how about you, sir? What do you want to close with? Soapbox it up. Um... I'd like to give a shout out to Zyronic and Marvin. They help me a lot with like the the boss specific guides that I write for Affliction, like figuring out which talents are going to be better on a given fight. Because like a lot of the time, there's like a build that you can play if you want to pad on ads, sure. and then a build if you want to do good things for the raid and like helping me figure out is it actually better to do the ad build on a fight or you know whatever. Mm -hmm. They help me out a lot, even in my personal play, so I'd like to give them a shout-out. But, um... Not hit most of the people on the head. Everyone associated with Loss, everyone... All of the mods and contributors to Loss in the Warlock Discord. Um, as far as soapboxing goes, I, uh... There's only one thing we didn't talk about that I think is a pretty important point to take away from Legion, and that's Destruction has the worst artifact in the game, and I will fight anyone who disagrees with me. It is... If you deleted the weapon entirely and just buffed the spec, it would be a better spec. Everything about that weapon makes the spec worse to play, and I hope literally <laughs> none of it gets added to the game. 
and be free. Oh no. It's But wait. If, true, though. if when you opened your portals, you didn't just hold your staff <laughs> up, but you slammed it down like Gandalf and like a rift formed in the ground and then a portal came up beside you with it, then it would at least look cool. It would look cool. It would still suck, though. <laughs> oh, come on. Damn it. I mean, have you played with Lord of Flames? You played during beta, right? You played just Warlock all the beta at stuff. launch. Yeah, all the beta stuff. You played with Lord of Flames. You, Lord of Flames is one of the worst mechanics in the entire game. You don't like your infernal spawning mini infernals? I don't like never being able to use infernal without proccing my 10 minute cooldown. Oh, it's no, that's the, not fun. It's really engaging. The, the 10 minute cooldown that's attached to your AoE cooldown. Yeah, I know. Right, as an ICD. And by the way, the reason that Grimoire of Supremacy is like 1-2% to better in Sims, but nobody ever uses it, mm -hmm. is because they didn't really think about how that was going to work with Lord of Flames at all. Like, what happens when your Infernal is just permanent, right? So, it's attached to the AoE stun that Infernal has when you talent Supremacy. It's a one-minute cooldown AoE stun, and when you press it, it procs Lord of Flames. Yeah. And on single target, you have to start with your Infernal, have it run up to the boss, hit that button, spawn the Infernals, and then immediately switch to Doomguard mid-pull. Which is not yeah. exactly the most fun gameplay. <laughs> it's a little spaghetti, for sure. Just a little, little bit, little bit spaghetti. No. Luzi, what do you want to close with? Soapbox and shoutouts, or go for it. I think um, pretty much not just covered it all. Um, log one stop shop, everything, obviously not for uh, for actually, well, I guess starting the whole website thing, uh, but also really Gado, Silva, Motoko, you know, everybody in the Warlock Discord that does like all the sims that uh, that, that I pretty much write my stuff from. Like if if I, I wouldn't know like how to if, if I had to feely craft that stuff and like experiment on PTR beta like I just if I if I'm looking for something like I ping Motoko, I ping Gato or someone and they like link a sim or link an HTML to something they did and and I just do my stuff uh, from that. So I think pretty much uh, pretty much that's about it. Awesome. Well that sounds like a time to hit this button over here. And there it is. This was an episode 163, the Warlock catch-up episode. Next week should be Hunters. Week after that should be Mages. If Battle is out and coverage will change, I will stick to at least getting the pure DPS specs done with a possibility for a tank catch-up and a healer catch-up. But after that, it's all Battle for Azeroth coverage. There'll be mixed shows. There'll be lots of coverage streamed here, like 60 plus hours a week when I do all my feedback and, and nitty gritty and breaking stuff and trying to find things that don't work and finding out where there aren't hoof prints in the snow. That's a call back to Warlords beta testing. But of course, around the table real quick here, we had Luzi. You can go follow him on Twitter at LuziWow and check out his destruction guide as it formulates and changes as battle comes out so thank you for being the fresh meat on the show sir it was a pleasure thank you so much of course and then there's gato you can go follow him on twitter as well at the same name or the same in discord 
And uh, go make sure you spam all the emotes at him in Discord, correct? Yeah? Is that I how- I hate you so much right now. I mean, I hope- Because <laughs> they're going to. Good, that's that's the whole point. That's what you deserve. I mean, come, they, they can be on the show again, of course. We'll probably talk during during beta, I imagine. But I appreciate your time, sir. Thank you. No problem. And there's not who apparently isn't Granddaddy Warlock, which we found at the beginning of the show. I didn't know that. I thought he did all the things, but apparently not exactly. No, not exactly. But uh, <laughs> it was a pleasure as always, being. Yeah. Um, Thank you, sir. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Good luck in all the Battle for Azeroth changes to come. Look forward to it. So that's going to be it. Of course, if you've missed this show, it goes up on YouTube, iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play audio only. There's a red subscribe button down there somewhere or the button here on Twitch up in this corner, of course. If you want to support the show more directly, then that is up to you. You can also, I have to do this one more time, otherwise my manager will get mad at me. Seriously, though, send me pictures or tweets of you eating these smoothies or go look at my Instagram for the, the terrible videos I made when I was doing the what's my smoothie hashtag, which I should do more of that because that was super fun. But go check out Daily Harvest and use the code FINALBOSSTV to get half off your first order of six cups of whatever you'd like. And it keeps my butt sitting here talking to other nerds for for you. That's that's how this works, okay? Jeez. But thank you very much. Check out the lock one-stop shop for all the Warlock stuff. Check out Hero Damage if you're turning to the game and you need to look at like what specs are working with what legendaries and other kind of good stuff. But until the next week, everybody, trusting your seal of artifact power, Hopefully everyone's done with artifact grinding and you just log in and hit your red button and log out and raid. That's what I do. We're back to that point. But until next time, everybody. <sighs> bye. Bye, bye, bye. Wave. Wave bye at the nice people. Wave bye at the nerds. Wave. Not wave at them. What are you going to do? Not. <laughs> okay. All right, everybody. Thank you.